Hey everybody, welcome to the Advance Your Belly Dance podcast, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Advanced Rebellion Podcast. I'm excited for this and next week's episodes, which are all about how to self-produce your first belly dance DVD. This week we're going to be talking about the production part, and next week we're going to talk more about the marketing. If you have ever wanted to self-produce your own belly dance DVDs, then this week and next week's episodes are definitely for you. And I'm also taking questions for the marketing phase if you are in the Advanced Your Belly Dance Facebook group. So if you have a particular question and you want me to answer them based on my own experience um, self-producing my first DVD, then you can pop on in into the Facebook group and ask me a question. I'll include it for next week's episode. So this week we're talking about the production part of the self-producing belly dance DVD phase. Now, there are a lot of things that go into self-producing your own DVD, which can seem really daunting and intimidating, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. First of all, you need to see what your idea is. You have to kind of brain dump and brainstorm all the potential DVD ideas that you have that you might want to do. So first go ahead and brainstorm all the ideas that you have and then go through the list and see which ones currently are on the market already. And the reason you want to go back and look at those specifically, that means that there's competition for sure, but there's also a market for it. It's a lot easier to sell a shimmy DVD than it is about how to dance with five swords at a time. It might be cool to learn how to do that, but a lot more competition and market is out there for the shimmy DVD. Your goal is to figure out how you can blend what there is a need for combined with what your expertise is in and how you can make it different. So you have to think about all three things before you make your own DVD. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do things that aren't out there, but just be prepared that it might not be as successful as potentially something that there's already a market for. You can feel free to go ahead and record that five sword DVD. That's actually pretty cool. But just so you know that there are going to be a lot more people that might want a DVD on things that they already have 10,000 DVDs of because they're really searching for that topic. So you have to think about a topic that you can teach that is taught well on video that you can teach in a very clear and concise manner. You have to think about if there's competition out there. If so, that that's great. That's fine. That means there's a market for it. And even better if it's something that you've taught before, that you're comfortable with, that your students have come up to you before and said, you know, we really appreciate this topic. We really learned so much from it. That way you can potentially also reach out to them to see, hey, what was it about this that you were struggling with? Are you still struggling with it? How can I help in this way? 
the more you talk to your audience directly and ask them specifically what it is they want to know, the better your DVD will come out because you can address those topics directly. So once you've had your idea and you've addressed these issues, what are the struggles, how are you different, all that. Next comes the actual production phase. So I'm not going to go into how you're going to sort out your DVD. That's totally up to you. And you can see based on the DVDs that you've seen, which way you like them structured, whether or not you have a warm up or a cool down, or if you're talking more in the beginning, or if it's just showing, um, that's all up to you. And that's a whole other thing, but I'm just going to mention the parts of the production phase, the things that you need, like equipment and technical stuff. So of course you need equipment. You can either rent these out or even better, if you're wanting to produce more down the line, even if it's just online courses or actual hard copy DVDs, it's better to invest in your own equipment. Now, luckily a lot of these things you can find relatively cheap if you're investing in them. On Amazon, you don't need fancy technical equipment. You don't need full HD everything and high grade and all that. Honestly, when I filmed my last online course, I was using the camera that I used for my double veil DVD, but the microphone that I had was no longer working. And so I had to do it without an external microphone, which I'll mention is important in a second. But through editing magic, thank goodness, I was able to raise the sound of my voice without increasing the sound in the background. So it worked out just fine. So don't think that you need all the fancy top equipment and you need to invest so much money into it. No, you do have to invest, I'm not going to lie, a few, couple of hundred dollars or euro or whatever if you want to have these on hand. Otherwise, you can rent them or rent a, um, hire a crew to help you. But it's something that if you're going to be using a lot, it's definitely worth the investment. So the camera that you need has to have full HD potential. There's a million cameras out there that you can use that for. The one that I personally used for my instructional DVD and my online courses is the Canon full HD camcorder. And it has an internal flash drive memory stick um, included, but you want to get one in addition to that. And this particular camera has two slots for two different um, flash drives. And you want to get extra memory just in case as a backup, because the last thing you want is to have been filming for eight hours and then your memory drive is too full and then you haven't gotten anything. You've only wa you wasted your time and your money. So make sure to have a backup. In addition to a very good camera, oh, and before I go on to the next point, I wanted to mention this camera is nothing fancy. It's literally just a handheld like camcorder where I can increase the settings on the screen. So you want to be able to increase the white balance in case it's too dark. And you can look that up more on how to get really good videos. You can look that up on YouTube. But it's definitely not something incredibly fancy. It's literally just a hand help, like camcorder. So long as I could, uh, number one, have great flash drive memory inside, and number two, have the ability to change the settings, it was fine for me and it worked out. So don't think you need something really professional, really expensive. 
Second thing you'll need as part of equipment is a tripod to hold the camera up. Now, I had issues with my tripod because I'm particularly, well, not particularly tall, but I'm tall. I'm five foot nine. So all the times that I recorded, I felt like it kind of, it could have been higher up. If you're below 5'8", I would say just a standard tripod is is fine. But I think I personally need to look into a tripod that can extend even um, taller, higher, because I feel like all the videos are kind of like a little low that I'm doing. But it's again, it's fine. It's only you notice it when you are <laughs> teaching and when you're recording it. Um, nobody has probably noticed or no one's come to me and said it. No one's ever complained. So it's fine because then you have to really be further back and you, depending on where you're shooting this, you might not have the space. So I would prefer to get a new tripod with a bit more distance. Um, but a standard tripod is fine so long as it holds your camera. Next up is lighting. You have to have very good lighting. If you can shoot your DVD with um, as much natural lighting as possible, that would be great. If you're in a studio that has uh, windows, um, that's great. But if not, you can you have to use extra lighting as well. But the way that you want to set up the lighting is it's called a three-point lighting setup which is one is directly kind of in front of you, but behind the camera. And there's two off to the side. So they're creating three points directly onto you. Now the lighting kit that I used is called the Softbox Lighting Kit. And I found that on Amazon as well. And this one was a kind of more expensive purchase because they're really big and heavy. But again, if you are going to be shooting more DVDs or online courses down the line, then it's definitely an investment. I have mine back in Florida and I really wish I could have brought them with me here to Berlin because I really would have loved to use them instead of having to only shoot during the day in a studio that has really good natural lighting. Um, I would have wanted the chance to also maybe film, especially in the winter months, maybe in the late afternoons. Otherwise I had to schedule all my uh, shooting for the improvisation station online course. I had to do it early in the morning when there was still sunlight out so that it wouldn't be complete dark. And here in Berlin, especially in the winter, it's 4 p.m. and it's already like completely night time outside. So I really wish maybe next time I'll bring them with me. <laughs> next time I visit in the States, um, I'll bring them back to Germany with me. But they're really heavy. So Make sure you take into account whenever you set up the studio space, which I'll talk about coming up next or coming up in a few points, that you give yourself enough time to set up and to put everything back because you think that you can just go ahead and start shooting. It takes about at least half an hour to test and set up everything. So you want to get the softbox lighting kit, which is also really flattering for uh, shooting videos. And the next thing that you'll need is for your sound, for your microphone, is a wireless uh, type of microphone. I'm not sure to pronounce lavalier. I'm not sure to pronounce this. It's like lava and then L-I-E-R at the end. But it's an external microphone that you attach, that you plug into your camera. And your camera has to have the setting as well. 
that you can attach okay you plug in one part and the second uh part of the microphone you attach to the back of your on top of your pants or your back of your shirt or something where it's kind of covered but where you can also clip on the microphone where you'll get a better sound and the reason you need this is because the sound from the camera might be too far away and you want to pick up a very clean crisp sound this is another investment to have and I think you could also probably use it if you teach workshops regularly, if you're able to hook it up to the sound system and you're in a room, in a big room with full of, um, with tons of people, that might be a really good way to keep using this uh, microphone. I haven't tried that, but um, yeah, you might be able to reuse some of these things outside of just creating a DVD. And the last equipment um, thing you'll need is good editing software. If you have a Mac, you probably already have iMovie installed or you can install it. I believe it's also available on the iPad if you felt like um, doing editing while you're on the go, but I'm not sure what Windows has. You'd have to do a quick Google search. Um, I don't know if Windows Movie Maker is one option as far as things that you already have on your computer. But you don't need to, again, you don't need to spend a ton of money on editing software. You probably already have something good enough, something that can create an index, like a menu, and um, just plugging in the video clips and editing, and that's pretty much it. Now, if you want to add subtitles, and I know not that many people do, but I know I wanted to add subtitles in Spanish for my DVD, I had to manually go in and add subtitles, but most programs should let you do that no problem. So just know that it'll be extra work. And it's something that pops up automatically. Um, it's not something that people can choose to turn them on or off. So you have to take that into account as well if that's something that you want. Now, all of these things are what you need. And again, I mentioned that you can definitely either hire people that they just bring all this and you just, your job is to just teach. Or you can even rent out the equipment if you're thinking that you're not going to be producing more than one DVD or online class or something like that. And then you don't necessarily want to invest in the money. That's fine. Just take into account that if you are planning on producing more videos, more DVDs, it might be better for you to buy the equipment. But if for some reason you're not able to right now, renting it out or hiring a team is totally fine as well. It's, it's totally up to you. With regards to studio space, make sure you allot at least eight hours for shooting, let's say a two-hour DVD. And that sounds like a lot, but when you're actually teaching, it's you want to make it relatively good DVD you're gonna to have to do a lot of editing so unless you've been practicing day and night for the last six months and rehearsing your script something is bound to go wrong or something that you need to edit and especially if you're adding a performance at the end for like the bonus section you need to be able to change into costume to prepare you have to do a few runs of the performance so I would say at least eight hours for shooting about a two-hour DVD, more or less. This is helpful for you to know how you want to shoot it all. So do you want to shoot eight hours just straight one day, or do you want to spread it out? 
what I did with my uh, double veil DVD was I sped it out over two days. So four hours in one day and four hours in another. And if you can get someone to help you maneuver the camera, just letting them know when to stop and when to start again, that is also helpful. I had one of my good friends, Lori, help me. And I literally all they have to do is just make sure that you're in the shot and just pressing stop and go and that's it. You don't necessarily need a camera person behind there, but it's you can definitely do it on your own, but it eats up your time. And if you are paying for a studio and you want to get this done very efficiently and quickly, then you need to be going through it very quickly as well. So at least eight hours for shooting your DVD. And if you can, to get someone to help you record it. Now, obviously, you're going to need music rights, which you can't you can't just choose a song and then say and give credit at the end and you haven't paid them for the rights. The person that I recommend, and this won't work for everybody, but you have to look at what music you want to use. And if you're able to get in touch with their um, their production company and get the rights and how much it costs. Now, I really recommend using Yasmina of Cairo's music because, number one, her repertoire is really broad. She has um, melody music to Majanse, to classics, and it's really good quality. And number two, she's very affordable. She's also very sweet to work with and she has no problems um, using the music so long as you credit her and um, you pay it's just a one-time one uh, fee per song which is like I believe 60 euro maybe I'm not sure but it's it's not at all expensive compared to paying 250 euro per track if you contact other people so it's definitely really affordable and she's a really great person and teacher to work with and it's really low stress so as long as you um, let her know what song and what from which cd and then somewhere in your dvd of course you have to mention how to buy the song it's not um it's not the rights to give the song away for free for people that have the dvd but it's the rights to use the music in your dvd that you are making money off of there used to be this website that i used um, it was called i license music And you'd have to do a Google search to see if something like that still exists. But the way it worked is that you pay for um, like a monthly subscription the date that your DVD comes out on. So you don't have to keep continuing to pay. Just pay for that month. It's out. And then you have access to all the music in their library. Now, their belly dance selections weren't that great. But it still had things for cooling down or like in between intros and it was fine. And actually, I think they had like the Middle um, middle Eastern Ensemble. I forget the name I used to for my, my DVD years ago, but I had it licensed through that website and they had like one or two CDs for belly dancers. And I was able to use uh, their music for my DVD. I don't know if there's still operating that way you'd have to do a quick google search but something like that is also good and affordable if you don't feel like paying close to $300 to use one song now once you have your dvd you have your music rights you filmed it and everything now you need to think about where do you want to publish it do you want to order a bunch of dvds and ship them out yourself Or do you just want to pop in all the um, clips and everything 
online and then have the publisher ship it out to customers. There are a few options out there, but the ones I mentioned here are the ones that were mentioned to me in Nadira Jamal's course on how to produce your own DVD. And quick shout out to Nadira Jamal because of her uh, group of us dancers way back a few years ago. Um, the whole reason that we self-produce our DVDs is because of her course. So definitely check her out on bellydancegreek.com. And she mentioned these publishing platforms, and um, I used one of them, and I had no problem with them. But one of them is called Create Space, and it's um, directly through Amazon, I believe. So it drop ships to Amazon or it sells to Amazon, and people that buy it, you have no need to ship them to you and then to ship them to people that buy them. So you are not really in charge of uh, the shipping, which is really great because if you happen to be traveling or you really don't like waiting at the post office, I know I don't, um, then you don't have to take care of that. Now, the one time it would be good to ship it yourself is if you want to create something more personal, if you want to send in little packages or if you have a packaged offer with your DVD, then it's not available through Amazon or your website to so just click and buy. That's something that you need to handle yourself. So if you have a package offer for a finger symbol DVD and when they buy this offer, they get uh, symbols along with the DVD, then obviously you need to package that and send it together. It doesn't work if you send it separately. You could, but why would you? So then you wouldn't have to order a bunch of DVDs and keep them in uh, in stock and then send them yourself. You should obviously always have some of your DVDs in stock as well because if you're teaching, you want to have some to sell. If you're traveling as well, it's good to have them. But if you don't feel like dealing with the post office and dealing with you shipping them out yourself, then you don't have to. So that's createspace.com. And another one is called kunaki.com, which is K-U-N-A-K-I.com. This is the one that I use. It's a really no frills um, publishing platform. Its design is horrible, but simple. You literally just log in, upload your DVD, and you can have it also drop, to shop, drop ship to Amazon, but you don't have to. And when someone orders your DVD, you just go in through the website, add in their email, um, sorry, their address and their name and everything, and then the website will send it directly um, from their shipping center, which I believe is in Las Vegas, I think. Or somewhere in Nevada. So those are the two that were mentioned to me. I'm sure there's others. I just know those two can be trusted. Now, a note about Amazon real quick. Make sure that if you want to sell on Amazon, that your DVD cover has to have that barcode on the back. Otherwise, it can't be published. When I first got my DVD cover made by another dancer, Omaris, when I didn't feel like having to do everything on my own, I just hired her to create my DVD cover. And I totally didn't know that Amazon needed this barcode in the back. And by the time I submitted everything, I already sold copies and all that. 
One I went to go through to see if it was possible to sell on Amazon, I would have to have re-uploaded the entire uh, file for the DVD. I couldn't just change the cover because it was creating a whole new DVD in the system. And I thought, nope, I don't want to mess with that. It was it takes so long, and I just didn't I didn't want to deal with that. So it's not available on Amazon for that reason. <laughs> Um, next DVD I create, I will definitely make sure to keep that in mind, which is why I'm telling you now, if you want to have it on Amazon, make sure you save, uh, enough space. Um, when you're creating DVD cover, you're hiring someone to create the cover that there's that barcode in the back. And if you go through the websites, there is like, um, a kind of like an outline of requirements of what it needs to be to look uh, good on the cover and all that stuff. A quick note about if you want to hire somebody to create the artwork, that's definitely doable. There's so many people you can reach out to, belly dancers or not. Um, you can even go online on, on websites like Upwork where you have a budget and people can apply to do the artwork for you. Um, definitely don't feel like you need to do everything yourself because that might delay your DVD even further and the point is to have a very nice and professional DVD out there and you'd also get it done. I know when you nitpick over every single detail that it's a form of procrastination. Perfectionism is procrastination so done is better than perfect. Now obviously you can always do some things in the editing you know don't just put out just anything but don't feel nervous or don't feel anxious that it's not completely perfect so done is better than perfect and if you're able to produce this one you can produce 10,000 other ones and you learn with each time so definitely don't be intimidated so now that you have your idea and you have the equipment and you have the studio you have the music you figured out how you want to publish it what you have to think about next is the marketing and actually the marketing you need to think about before, during and after, but I will save that for the second part of this episode for next week. So again, if you have any questions about the marketing part of how to promote your first DVD or your own DVD that you've self-produced, feel free to ask me in the Advance Your Belly Dance Facebook group and I will make sure to include it in next week's episode. If you want to go ahead and join the Facebook group, you can do so for totally for free. Search for Advanced Your Belly Dance in Facebook or just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Advanced Your Belly Dance. Thanks for joining me this week and until next time. <laughs>